Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Would I be the jerk if I opt out of Thanksgiving with my parents because my brother and new wife who left me out of their wedding will be there? My brother and I are eight years apart. I'm older. Since he was about 12, I've lived in another state. We aren't close, but we hang out a few times a year and it's easy and fun. I recently moved to the same city as him and my parents. I envisioned us getting closer, but it never really happened. He's the king of I'll call you tomorrow with zero follow-up. It hurts my feelings, but I've accepted it and take what I can get. He got married this past September. I was told that there was no wedding party because his wife's family is too big for her to make a choice and she didn't want to leave people out. I was given instructions to get a gray suit and that I'd be given a blue tie for pictures. The day of the wedding, I was hanging out in the men's dressing room and I saw that my brother had a gold tie and that his best friend has a gold tie and that his old bandmate has a gold tie. Odd, but I didn't think much of it. The ceremony started and I was sitting in the audience. Lo and behold, the music starts and there's a procession. My brother's two gold tie friends walk in and line up on stage left and his wife's sister and her husband walk in and line up on stage right. The non-existent wedding party. At this point, I have an almost out-of-body experience. The ceremony was a blur. After the ceremony, we took pictures, which means I took one picture with my brother and that was it. I spent the cocktail hour in a stall in the bathroom, embarrassed and hurt. I made it through dinner okay, and instead of cake, my brother had made a ton of his specialty cookies for dessert. I'm allergic to the recipe as is, but with a simple tweak, I can have them. But he didn't make any for me, or even warn me this was happening so I could bring my own desserts. Anyways, I left the second the dancing started. And a week later, I sent the newlyweds a letter saying basically i thought things would improve once i moved here but this wedding has shown me that we don't have a relationship outside holidays at mum and dad's house so let's just keep it real and i'll see you there being disappointed all the time isn't healthy for either of us the problem is that thanksgiving is upon us and not only will they be at my parents house but they're bringing a couple of friends with them so i'll be really outnumbered and uncomfortable would i be the jerk if i opt out for this one year staying is too fresh of a wound for me and i'll see you all at christmas okay interesting post to start today episode it's one of those where i kind of think that everyone could have done a little bit better on the one hand there was no need for your brother to lie like that is just not the done thing just be open and admit that you two don't have a close enough relationship in his opinion for you to be part of the wedding party i think that's okay to admit also you don't need to go to thanksgiving if you feel uncomfortable that's completely your decision as well and yeah i back it if you don't want to do something because it's going to make you feel bad don't do it that's your decision however where i kind of think that you're going a little bit too far is that you just see 
seem quite petty, right? That letter especially is just exceptionally petty. You're trying to force a relationship with your brother that it just doesn't seem to be there. And look, that's a tough thing for me to say, but his world and his wedding doesn't revolve around you. Although I do think that he should have made that more clear. I mean, Opie has said in the comments, which makes me feel bad, it's hard to take that your brother doesn't actually care. And the letter was more about the last two years been repeatedly and blatantly blowing me off. I get that. But when it comes to it, at that point, after two years of trying to force something that really isn't there, I think sack it off. Now, before we get into our next story, I have a very special announcement for you. After an insane amount of demand from you guys, I'm delighted to say that I've released some limited edition Not Today Karen merch. Picture this, you're out and about in the streets and a wild Karen appears and starts confronting you. What do you do? Well, normally you have to talk to a witch like this. However, get one of these t-shirts or hoodies on and all you have to do is simply point to it, laugh, and walk away how easy is that the link is down in the description if you like what you see go ahead check the stuff out i think they'd make a great christmas present or even just a little gift for yourself as always it's official stuff from the very best supplier so the quality is unmatched and it's one of the best ways to support me and the channel with that being said let's carry on am i the jerk for refusing to help my stepsister with her house purchase and telling her and my stepfather that it's because of how they treated me as a child i am a 29 year old woman when i was about 10 my mum married my stepfather i have an older brother luke who was 15. My stepfather had Amy and Ada who were 12 and 11. We didn't come from a privileged background. My mum was a minimum wage worker and my dad was absent. Our stepfather had a very good income. Their deal was that they wouldn't combine finances and they would each contribute equally to the household and then each takes care of their children with their spare money. So my mum never had anything for us and my stepfather was spending big on his kids. This included holidays, which Luke and I were excluded from. My stepfather would pay for mum, but not us. Luke and I also shared a room, even though Amy and Ada had their own rooms and we had a guest room because stepfather insisted that he was paying more towards the house so my mum's share would only get her one room for the kids. Luke and I were constantly teased for the situation by the three of them as we grew up. My mum always said that we should be thankful because if it wasn't for our stepfather, we would not be living in a nice home in a good neighbourhood. Anyway, Luke and I became determined to be able to take care of ourselves so that we wouldn't need to take nonsense from anyone. We've both done quite well with our careers and finances and we are in a very good place. Since turning 18 and moving out, my relationship with the three of them has been very limited. I wouldn't call us friends, but we can exist peacefully if we're in the same place. I visited my mum recently and my stepfather mentioned that Amy wants to buy a house now that she's pregnant. He asked me if I'm able to help out a little with the deposit. The house is 500,000 and she needs a 150,000 deposit. She has 100k so far, 25 of her own, 25 from her mum and 50 from my stepdad. He was asking if Luke and I can help cover the extra 50k and said he'd pay us back as part of the inheritance eventually. I said no. He insisted that Luke and I both own our houses outright and with our incomes, we should be able to help. I said whether I can or not is irrelevant. My answer is no. He reminded me that Luke and I each gave 10k to our cousin for buying a house as a gift. Amy is my sister and he's offering to pay us back. I said that that was our choice then and this is my choice now. He insisted that we should be willing to help out our family if we're able to. I replied back, like how you helped me and Luke when we were kids. Everyone just went quiet when I said this. After a while, he said if we went back in time, he'd have done things differently, treated all four of us equally. I said, that's good of you, but it doesn't make you entitled to my money now. He said he knows he's not entitled. That is why he's asking and promising to pay it back. I said the answer is still no, not entitled to a loan either. My mum later told me I could have turned him down without being a jerk or bringing up childhood, which she already feels guilty about. So, am I the jerk? Yeah, I mean, this one is actually ridiculous for so many reasons. First of all, it's your money. You can choose to do what you want with it. It doesn't matter what's happened before. It doesn't matter what might happen in the future. It's your money, simple as that. Yeah, of course, some people are in better financial situations 
situations than others. And if you are in that situation, yes, it's a nice thing to do to help people out. But then, given the circumstances of when you were younger and how your household was so unequal because of this, because of this weird bloke, why would you ever, if you had a billion pounds, you still give none to them? Are you joking? You've got to think of all those years. And yeah, of course, now he's going to say, oh, I would have done things differently. Who cares? You didn't at the time. That's your own fault. No, you're obviously not the jerk. But this man 100% is. Am I the jerk for pretending not to understand a joke so that my stepsister's boyfriend would have to explain it? I am an 18-year-old woman and I live with my dad, his wife, Hannah, Hannah's daughter, Grace, who is 20, and her younger brother, who is eight. Grace really only comes to stay on the weekends since she's in college. And this time she brought her boyfriend, Isaac, with her. I am biracial. My dad's white and my mum is black. Honestly, I don't look anything like my dad, so most people don't even think I am mixed. We like to joke that I got his personality instead of his looks. Wow, I feel like I'm reading a story about myself. People tend to say offhanded stuff to me about how I don't look the way they think I'm supposed to. I'm kind of used to it, especially since my dad ended up married to a woman that is also white. So like every time I'm with them, it obviously looks like I'm the odd one out. I'm not afraid to correct people, but sometimes that gets exhausting and I'll just play dumb instead. Grace and I had planned to get lunch together and her boyfriend Isaac ended up coming along with us. She wants him and I to get to know each other better since she really likes him. So I figured that's why she brought him. While we were having lunch, my mum side of the family was brought up and then isaac said that it must have been a shock to my dad at least for me to end up so dark since most mixed kids are lighter in complexion than i am but then he said that at least i ended up with good hair so i didn't lose out completely grace didn't speak up and say anything to him about it so i pretended not to understand what he meant and asked what was so good about my hair and what it was he thought i was losing out on anyway he got flustered and said well you know most girls with your skin tone have curlier hair So then I asked why he thought my hair was good just because it wasn't that curly He said he felt it just looked nicer So I asked why he thought that textured hair didn't look just as nice He kept blubbering out excuses and digging the hole even deeper for himself And finally grace told me to cut it out and leave him alone I paid for part of my lunch and left after that I didn't tell my dad or hannah what happened But it's obvious enough that grace is mad at me My dad asked that she and I solve whatever the problem is because he hates seeing us be so tense around each other Grace ended up telling me that she was fuming because I made her boyfriend look like a jerk by playing dumb i told her that i didn't have to make him look like a jerk because he already was one but she said that i drew the problem out more than necessary and made it worse than it needed to be when i could have just told him that he effed up i mean i could have done that but i don't think it should be my job to and plus i feel like it was probably more effective to get him to explain his logic out loud rather than have me tell him he was being a jerk grace is insisting that i should have just told him point blank and because i didn't she thinks i'm the butthole yeah to be fair i fully rate her like you're calling someone out on their prejudice and making them explain the situation so they realize that they're being prejudiced nothing wrong with that good stuff simple i mean it's pretty clear just rereading the end bit where isaac is stuttering and stumbling he knows that he's made a terrible joke right he knows that he is you know not being very nice to you simple as that and you calling him out has made him realize that so yeah education i reckon is a good thing no good stuff am i the jerk for making a post about my daughter's favorite celebrity being rude to us My daughter and I were recently on vacation. We spent the day in an area that's known to have a lot of rich and famous people. And towards the end of the day, we saw one of my daughter's favorite celebrities, we'll call her A, walking out of a store. My daughter ran to the store, but when she got near A, she was stopped by A security. They said that A was there with her daughter for her daughter's birthday and wants to focus on her daughter. My daughter was very upset because she's been a fan of A for a very long time 
So she tried again for a picture but was turned away My daughter was crushed. So later that night I made a post talking about my experience with a how she wouldn't let anyone go near her and her daughter The fact that her security was rude and her not being willing to stop for a couple seconds for a picture I understand it's her daughter's birthday But a one-minute interaction with a fan isn't going to ruin her day And if it does that girl needs to learn that the world doesn't revolve around her The post ended up getting a lot of attention and a lot of people actually said my daughter and I were being entitled for expecting a to interrupt her daughter's birthday for everyone that wants a picture i wonder why my husband also saw the post and said he couldn't believe that i would bash her for trying to spend the day with her daughter i'm not trying to bash her for spending the day with her daughter but she wouldn't be where she is without her fans so i think she at least owes it to them to take a picture so am i the jerk for making the post about a yeah i completely agree with your husband here are you joking like come on think about it For you and your daughter, sure, it's just one photo. But what if every person in the world, all of her fans came up to her all the time and then said, yeah, just a quick picture. It would take a minute. Add up all those minutes on her daughter's birthday. You as a mother with your own daughter, at least you should understand that, no? And look, I get it. It's not ideal, especially for your daughter. She's going to be upset. That is tough. And ideally, this wouldn't have happened. But from the celebrity's point of view, you have to admit it makes perfect sense. And making that post and everyone commenting you're entitled, that's probably because you're entitled. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host am i the jerk for cheating to get a promotion i put the cheating in quotes here because i don't think it's cheating but my colleagues disagree I'm in my 30s and everyone involved is between 30 and 50 years old. About six months ago, our unit VP announced his retirement by the end of the year. So the company went into search mode. We recently found out our manager will be promoted into the VP position. So now his position needs to be filled, which brings us to my current situation. I'm single with no kids, so I have no other responsibilities except to myself. I really want this position because it's a visible position and a great stepping stone to my career as seen by my manager's promotion. And it will almost double my pay. Once we we found out about our manager's promotion i started to take on extra projects and taking work home i leave work at my normal hours then work from home until 9 or 10 p.m even on the weekends all of those extra hours have allowed me to take on harder projects that other people turn down and complete more than anyone else my manager and the vp have noticed and complimented me on my hustle my colleagues also noticed my increased production Last week, a work friend asked me how I'm able to do all of those projects in eight hours, and I told her about my nights and weekends. Word got around, and this week during our weekly conference call, my colleagues told me to cut it out. They accused me of cheating because I'm putting in the amount of hours they can't, so I'm skewing the production numbers. I refused. I don't think it's cheating at all, and I argued they can put in the same amount of hours if they like. Some said they can't because of family time and others refuse to work hours they won't get paid for. We're all on salary. We spent most of the meeting arguing about it. 
so am I cheating? Am I the jerk? All right, the last time I checked, working hard at your job and doing extra hours is not cheating. And just because these people have chosen to live lives in which maybe they can't afford to give more hours to their job, or they just don't want to, both of which, by the way, is completely fair, it doesn't mean that you're doing unfair stuff because you've chosen to do that, if that makes sense. Like, it's your decision. Obviously, it's not cheating. Absolutely ridiculous. And if anything, your work ethic would suggest that you deserve the promotion. Good stuff. Am I the jerk for not doing anything for Christmas this year and making my husband livid? So, I'm a stay-at-home mum with three kids. My husband works full-time and gets an okay salary, but he's tightened the grip on spending for the past four months to be able to save up to go and watch the football event overseas. He's literally obsessed with anything to do with football. He said he rarely ever gets to do what he wants, and so I didn't want to judge him since it's his money, really. We discussed plans for Christmas, and he told me to handle everything since he won't be back until December the 20th. Okay, so he must be at the World Cup. For those of you that don't know, that is currently happening in Qatar. He told me he'd put aside money for Christmas decorations, food, gifts, kids' needs, etc. The money in total, though, was $100. I was completely shocked. I told him $100 for an entire family's Christmas celebration was obviously not enough. He shrugged, saying it's all he's got. But I pointed out how he's paying for his friends and his girlfriend's travel expenses. He told me to just take it, but I said that if he decided to leave me with just 100 bucks, then I won't be doing anything for Christmas. We had lots of arguments and couldn't get this resolved. He's in Qatar now. He left a few days ago. Yesterday, while I was cleaning, I found an envelope with the same $100 and a note from him telling me to make it work. I sent him a message that I've decided that I won't be doing anything for Christmas with this little money, period. He was livid. He just kept sending an angry message after another, calling me spoiled and telling me to stop expecting to live like I was still living in my parents' house and to stop trying to rob the kids of enjoying the holidays like other kids. I haven't replied, but he is livid, saying I'm punishing him for going and trying to guilt him into using his own money. Now, let me tell you, I'm a big fan of football. That is association football soccer to you Americans out there. The thing is, with the Qatar World Cup, I know firsthand that it is extremely expensive to go out there. It's not just the price of the ticket, the price of the plane the price of the hotel it's all of that in a package raised by so much money because qatar have a total monopoly on it right and they're trying to get a lot of money from the event trust me i know so the fact that he's given you just a hundred dollars when he's out there for the entire duration of the world cup which by the way is a month so he's there for over a month i don't know how many games he's going to probably a lot there are how many in total 48 might have even been more 64 i think there are 64 games in total that rings a bell i don't know how many he's going to but he's putting a lot of money into this adventure fair play if he can do that but not then to leave you with a hundred dollars to do the entirety of christmas and then say make it work no that is crazy obviously you're not the jerk here op but your husband clearly is am i the jerk for calling my wife unreasonable for backing out of spending christmas with my family after my mother rejected her cookie sample context for every holiday my mother would ask the women in the family my sisters sister-in-law my wife my female cousins to send samples of the desserts they plan to bring to the celebration for testing and to see if these desserts could make it to the food menu my wife has been complaining about my mother deliberately rejecting every dessert sample she sends so many times my mother has told her that she's being honest and keeping the guests best interests at heart yet my wife still thought that my mother is deliberately excluding her since two of her dessert samples were rejected before for this year's christmas 
my mother is doing the same thing But this time she told every woman who was participating to make a cookie sample and send it to her for testing My wife took it as a challenge and to be honest She worked really hard to make a good sample and sent it to my mother days ago and the results came in just yesterday I came home from work and I found my wife upset I asked what's wrong and she told me that my mother rejected the sample She sent and decided to exclude her baking from the food list or menu for christmas this year I didn't know what to say But she then told me she was backing out of the invitation to attend christmas with my family I was stunned when I heard her make this statement. I tried to talk to her, but she said it was done I called her unreasonable to decide to bail on the whole family over some cookie sample That's just freaking crazy and quite unreasonable We had a full-on argument about it and she stated that my mother caused this But I told her that my mother is pretty serious and careful about the food She offers the guests since we're going to have relatives coming from all sides of the country She told me to stop mentioning it later I heard her crying despite telling her that her baking is amazing and people have preferences. That's all So am I the jerk for insisting that her decision was unreasonable? Wow, and looks like we're ending today's episode with a jerk. Yeah, I mean, what are you talking about? If you yourself are admitting that they are very nice and look, she's putting in a lot of time and effort and still just being banished. Actually, to be fair, it doesn't even matter if they're nice or not. It's just not a nice thing, is it? To tell somebody, no, we're not having your dessert here, but everyone else is allowed. Like, it's weird. I mean, the whole thing's weird in the first place. Why is she sampling and testing your desserts? That is not a normal thing to do, right? Usually, family members come and bring their own stuff and you're just happy that they would contribute in some way. You wouldn't taste test it like it's some gourmet menu come on like it's just christmas meal it's not that deep anyway that's gonna do it for this one let me know your thoughts on that one down below if you are watching on youtube if you're new to the channel and you want more am i the jerk content right away subscribe just do it follow me because i post it a lot see you very soon with some more hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life pretty litter is veterinary and developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home go to prettylitter.com and use code acast for 20 percent off your first order and a free cat toy terms and conditions apply see site for details